0: You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast and this is episode number 55. Welcome to day three of the podcast positive party. I am so glad that you are here with me as I share another brand new episode for you today. Now we have been talking about a lot of fear. We have been talking about just a lot of real things. And hopefully today, this could be a little lighthearted for you. Whitney Gothra is the creative behind The Flourish Studio on Instagram. It is her business where she shares her amazing creations And I talked to Whitney on this episode all about inspirational content. Now, you may know Whitney from season one of the podcast. She has come back to dive deep into this subject because both of us are content creators and we are both very creative people. And I thought it would be awesome to discuss this topic with Whitney today. We really talk about what we can do as creative people to share positive content. We also give some examples and Whitney shares some tips for those of you who don't feel very creative on how you can be an inspiration and share things on your social media that might be uplifting to somebody else. So if you've been on social media at any point in time during this pandemic crisis, you have seen people from all walks of life posting some things, but we want to specifically talk about how can we be intentional with what we post. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation with Whitney Gothra. She has such a heart for blessing people with her gifts, and I hope she can inspire you to use your gifts during this time. So Here we go into day three of this positive podcast party. This is episode number 55 that I am calling Inspiring Content with Whitney Gothra. You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? Before we get to why you're here, let me share two special deals with you from some friends of mine. The Hello Awesome Podcast wants to welcome back our sponsor, Nuggles, for a new season. Through affordable, modest fashion, Nuggles aims to provide beauty with comfort. From dresses to slip skirts, modesty doesn't have to sacrifice style. Hello Awesome listeners can use the exclusive 10% discount code by using Hello Awesome 10 during checkout. Head to Nuggles.us to browse their full collection today. Again, that's N-U-G-G-L-E-S.us to shop high quality products to add to your modest wardrobe today. Do you firmly believe that our relationship with Jesus should impact every part of our lives, including the clothes that we wear? We do too, and so do our friends over at The Modest Poppy. If you're ready for casual wear that's high quality for the modern Christian girl, use their special discount code TMP20 for 20% off your next order at themodestpoppy.com. You can be a witness for Jesus just by what you wear. So take advantage of these special offers from our incredible sponsors right now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Hello Awesome Podcast. This week has been really encouraging, and I hope you have enjoyed these conversations as much as I have. They have been a blessing to me. And I have another wonderful woman of God with me today, Whitney Gothra from the Flora Studio. Whitney, thank you so much for taking time to be with us on the podcast. I know you have been here before, season one of the Hello Awesome Podcast, you were a guest, and um, I'm just so thankful that we can
1: connect again. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love what you do over here.
0: Well, thank you. I love what you do. I think it's just so encouraging to see other apostolic artists and creatives just using their gifts to bless people and to glorify God. And so I'm just so thankful that you do that. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You can have four.
1: (laughs) She said I can have four. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, you should definitely leave that in there to be like, this is a true know. life in the pandemic.
0: <laughs> I should. Okay, I'm going to. So if you're listening, I'm going to leave this in. Uh, we were just talking about how my son comes in the room and he's like in a panic. I can't find the marshmallows. And it's like for a child, we're in the middle of a of a pandemic and you know, um, us grown-ups are thinking of pretty big problems, but my son is like freaking out because he can't find the marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> so then that was my little one, seeing the oldest with marshmallows and running and saying, and I have some too. She said I can have four. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. Oh, man. So uh, yeah, I am loving this time. Obviously, you know, we're home both of both of us work from home and we have kids with us now. You are saying your you know, daughter's with you now more. And I saw recently that you did a free printable for people who are home with their children. Can you talk a little bit more about how, um, how God placed that on your heart and how that has worked out?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, the ideas kind of um, for that came when this whole, you know, coronavirus thing started. My social media feed was just crazy, like people, as I'm sure everyone's was, but people from both sides kind of like overreacting, saying, you know, it's nothing. Don't worry to people like posting all these horrible statistics. And um, it was just a negative space. And um, I'm someone who has um, struggled with fear before. So just scrolling through, I could feel like that spirit, just like trying to come back. And I just kind of wanted to find a way to change the narrative. And then the schools were closed. And I was just thinking, here's these families, these people that are seeing fear everywhere they look. And then they're home with their kids. How can we create a thing that would speak peace and hope? And um, it's just something simple. but. I, just, I decided to make these coloring sheets and for adults or children, and I used Bible verses and um, song lyrics just talking about how He is our hope, He's our anchor, he, we can rest in Him, we can trust in Him, and just ways to for adults to kind of take some time to get off social media. The um, coloring process is really like stress relieving. It's slow and methodical, and you can think about the verses and think about God. And then for children, um, it just gives you just a small like jumping point for a conversation. Like the other day, um, I gave the coloring pages to my four-year-old, and one of the words on them was um, peace. And I was like, do you know what peace means? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then so to describe peace to her and what it means in this current situation, I had to totally like condense it down. And I couldn't use like the standard Bible words that we're used to using. Yeah. And I had to, it was a cool moment for me to just sort of like, how can I explain this to her? And how does this affect her? in um it's just a small a small thing but i think god can use it in big ways oh yeah absolutely and um i have seen the feedback
0: of people online just sharing your page and printing them out and i think that's so awesome because really for us who create content on a regular basis i think we have seen this and um you know, throughout the last couple of days is people using their gifts just to bless everybody and just to bring more positivity and more uplifting content. And I've seen business owners offering free courses. I've seen uh, artists going live to do special classes with children. And, um, it just really is is inspiring, and and was one of the things that helped push me to create, um, you know, these podcast episodes, these extra episodes, because I think for us who are creatives, we need to understand that um, this is a gift that we have been given, and yes. You know, we do, if we do have businesses, yes, we use our gifts in a way that can generate income, but now is the time to really give back and to serve and to be a light in the community. And I, I'm so thankful that you did that. And I hope that other people are encouraged when they see those coloring pages to create something positive. Cause I think now more than ever having positive uplifting content is really the key to getting through this together.
1: Oh, I agree, yeah, and that's if I could say that like this is my favorite thing so far that has come out of this whole like virus and shutting down is seeing how the church has risen up. I mean at the beginning, there were some you know crazy posts, but now more than more than posts of fear i 'm seeing you know the people of God posting. Things about hope and encouragement, and like you said, using their gifts. I mean, you just see people recording um, themselves singing a song or playing on the piano or just writing blog posts and sharing what God's laid on their heart. Mm -hmm. And that's how we overcome the darkness. Like, because, you know, the light will overcome the darkness, but we have to turn it on. And so we have to speak out. We have to let God be able to speak through us. And I just love seeing how he's using people in so many different ways. Yeah, I love that you said that. That's so encouraging is that the
0: light can, you know, break through the darkness, but we really have to turn it on. And so I think as a creative person, it's so easy to maybe feel a little um, scared to share. And I think, um, one of the points i want to bring up is if somebody's listening right now and they don't have a creative business or they have not shared anything creatively online before but they have a calling they have a gift and they've been wanting to i think now is the perfect time to put the post of you singing and playing guitar you know sharing that song that you've written pouring out your heart maybe in a digital art business taking that leap To be, you know, a coach of some sort for for a time as this, I think now is really utilizing the time that we have well, being intentional about how we use that time, just trying to create content that's gonna help other people fear less, feel less afraid. Yeah. Um, I think it would be it would just be a good escape to connect with something more positive. And I I I guess I wanna ask, what are some things that maybe the people listening can create in positive ways if they feel like they're not creative enough. Does that make sense?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is um, I've seen, and I know sometimes this is, this thought has entered, you know, my mind and I've talked to other people that have thought this, like if they, for instance, want to, I don't know, like paint, Uh, dogs or something, but they're like, I have, I know this friend that's already painting dogs and she's got so many followers and you know, I don't want to be copying her or something. Mm -hmm. I think that can hold us back so often. I mean, obviously, yeah, don't, don't copy people, but this world is huge and the media of like, that's not, you know, God driven, but the media isn't afraid to just like blast their agenda out there yeah. so god's people shouldn't be afraid if you have the smallest idea don't let fear keep you back from doing something mm-hmm. don't let like the market isn't oversaturated there there aren't enough songwriters artists um, authors speakers so don't let fear keep you back from doing it and if God has spoken something to you like you don't Don't look at other people and think, well, maybe mine's not good enough, or my singing isn't, you know, as pretty, or my art's not as perfect, or my words aren't as eloquent. God has uh, placed a calling on all of our lives, and He has a message that we can all share. And So whatever way he's directing you, if it's through art or if you're not artistic at all and you just want to bring hope, share a Bible verse online, share song lyrics, repost some other creatives who um, are posting positive things, just share and be a light in that way. And one thing, which is might be a personal pet peeve, but like it. Now would be a great time to steer away from posting about like the statistics of like the coronavirus or posting mm-hmm. negative things like that. Mm-hmm. It's better to, we don't need to be the news media. If people can find their information, you know, from the CDC, we can just share the hope without a personal opinion.
0: Yeah, I, I really am glad that you mentioned that. I think that's just something for us to really consider when we are on social media, what are we sharing? You know, it's not all. It's not always about what we're creating, but are we helping the positive media when we reshare things that aren't positive, right? And I think, yeah, for people who aren't creative and maybe they feel like they can't contribute, um, I do think that's such a good idea. Uh, find your favorite Bible verse, share a passage from a book that has given you hope lately you know, what, what has really been encouraging you a song repost it from that musician's feed into your stories and put it on your feed, share the lyrics. I think that is one way really to create positive content. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think we forget the power of sharing and encouraging one another. And sometimes we don't, we don't have to be the, the creators of everything all the time. We don't have to be the ones always having to have the ideas when I saw what you were doing, that was encouraging. And I think one way, instead of feeling like, oh, man, I could never do that. Well, then just share that post and say, hey, look at what Whitney's doing over here. Look at how awesome this is. I hope this will encourage you.
1: Well, oh, that's true to me to say. But yes, I definitely agree. I think if um, when we start thinking that we need to you know, continually every day have this wonderful idea or this beautiful art or something like we have to constantly create and create. It can kind of become this thing where it's like, well, we have the answers. We need to we need to have our voice. And it's not about us. Like as It's so tempting in social media to kind of think, you know, oh, it's my platform with my followers. Mm -hmm. But as Christians, it's his platform. So we don't have to always like in this situation, no one really has the answer for the coronavirus. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's it's not about us. Like you said, we can we can share what we have. We can share others, like encourage others, lift other people up. It's not about promoting our name. It's about promoting him. Oh, that's
0: really good. That's a quotable, Whitney. That's a quotable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love that. And honestly, I feel like every conversation I've had has been just coming back to the simple thought of just making sure we're honoring God right with the time that we have. Yeah. Right now, this has never happened before where we are connecting with so many people separately. We have so much power of influence at our fingertips without even leaving our homes. And we have said that before. I've talked about it on here multiple times with different people, but we literally are told now to stay inside our (laughs) houses. And now more than ever, ever, people are creating content. I mean, the meme culture is on its game. I'm going to say that. (laughs) I really want you to just take some time. I know you were just kind of uh, encouraging somebody uh, just now, but can you just take a minute to talk to the person who maybe is feeling so bogged down with all this negative, you know, talk this, maybe they're feeling so bogged down by the negative statistics. Maybe they're kind of feeling that fear and maybe they are kind of consuming a little bit more than they should of negative media. What would be the first step for someone to take if they wanted to create positive content online?
1: Wow, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> you could take well, time
0: to think about it if you want.
1: <laughs> it's someone who's struggling, you know, with the fear and the all the statistics. One of the first things that I would say is because you have to get that under control in your heart before you can create and before you can speak hope. You have to get the, you know, the fear. You have to battle that. And I think there's, in this situation especially, I think there's, um, kind of like two types of fear there's one that's the natural like i don't even know if i would use the word fear to describe it but it's mm-hmm. wisdom and practicality like mm-hmm. my husband is a um a photographer and he, his job is to take pictures of events so you know we need to be practical and look at if we're not going to have events for a while for weddings are being canceled we need to look at our finances and prepare for that, mm. and so, like, just looking at your situation, figuring out what to do with your childcare, figuring out what to do if someone gets sick. I think to battle that fear is to make a plan and to be realistic about it. But the other side of the fear is the kind that consumes you, and that feels like a heavy weight on you, and that hinders you. And um, that that's not from God. That's not practical that's not wisdom that's not that's that's a burden that the devil is trying to use he can use this virus to come and place that heavy mantle of fear over you mm-hmm. and that's something that we just have to give back to god and just you know give it to him and say this is too much for me and i i have battled fear before so i I, I'm really passionate about that topic but you can't you can't always do that alone you need to talk to your pastor you need to talk to some trusted friends and um, just reshape your environment get off social media if need be listen to worship music write down verses that speak to the situation and like now is the time to Figure out this in your heart and let God work through you and speak to you in this storm because that's where I think creativity blossoms. Once you go through a deep, dark trial, or you're going through fear, or you're going through pain, if you let Him come and speak to you, then on the other side of that, like that's where the beauty is. And then from there, you know, whatever He speaks to you, share it because someone else needs to hear it.
0: Yes, absolutely. So much that you have said has been confirmation. We have had such a a thread just go through these conversations that I feel the Lord has placed, and I'm so just excited to see what He's going to do. Thank you so much for sharing that. I want to know, has there been an account or a song or a Bible verse that has really, really Resonated with you in this moment that maybe has been inspiring you?
1: Yeah, there's it's hard to just narrow it down to one, (laughs) but um, the first one off the top of my head is a song, um, because I'm the worship minister at our church, so music just really speaks to me. But the first one I could think of is um, The Goodness of God by Bethel. It's um, the lyrics are All My Life You Have Been Faithful, All My Life You Have Been So So Good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. And um, it just reminds me that He is good. And no matter what it looks like, no matter what attacks my body, what attacks my finances, what attacks, you know, my family, my situation, He is good. And at the end of the day, He's got it. Yes. Amen.
0: I love that. I love that so much. Those are such beautiful, simple lyrics. And... There really is nothing better than a worship song that just doesn't have fluff and just brings us back to really the heart of God. He is good. Even when things are not so good, even when the shelves are empty and the media is crazy, and (laughs) like you said, we don't know what's going to attack us. We, We really don't know what's going to happen. We have no idea. We're all on the same page. There's a lot of people who speculate. I have a lot of people who... Are sending me uh, emails saying this, you know, different prophecies, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're right. Uh, But we have an opportunity right now to just connect with the heart of God and just remember just how good He is. So I'm so thankful that you brought that up because I think, I think right now more than ever, we can either let this cripple our faith or encourage us to go deeper
1: with God. Yes. Yeah. My um, pastor says this is an opportunity, not an obstacle, and I love looking at it that way. Yes,
0: that's really good. Another quotable. There you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what about you? Do you have any um, verses or songs that are speaking to you right now?
0: I'm going to have to pull it up. Actually, there there was a song that came in my mind, and I'm going to have to look it up now because, obviously, as we're talking, it's left my mind.
1: Don't
0: you love when that happens? And you know what's funny is this song has been playing in my head all day and I've been meaning to actually just sit down and listen to it. I think we really need to just take some time to just uh, listen to the voice of God. So one of the songs that has been in my heart is Fighting For Me by Riley Clemens. I think it's Clemens, Riley Clemens. And it goes... When the going gets tough and my strength's not enough, I see you showing up like never before. This battle for my heart you took on from the start. You are the peace when my mind's at war. You will never stop fighting for me when I can't fight for myself. Every word is a promise you keep because you love me like nobody else. I mean, that song just kind of encourages me and lets me know that when I am battling in my mind, when we do have, you know, just some things going on in our thoughts, yes, the scripture says we need to um, bring into captivity every thought that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. But even in those moments where we're feeling so weak and that our strength is gone, that God is still fighting for us. He's still working all things for our good if we are doing what he wants us to do and we are in his will.
1: Yeah, that's so encouraging. We don't. He's fighting for us so we can just be still and know that he is God. Yes,
0: absolutely. I think right now what we're seeing in the church is just an encouraging, um, you know, I was just talking about this earlier, is we are literally being the hands and feet of Jesus like Bible times. You know, they didn't have, they didn't always have a, a building. They were, they were, a lot of them were in people's houses, you know, just bringing the gospel. But um one thing that comes to my mind is when I was talking to um, Tiffany Bonilla in season one, she mentioned that uh, the internet is kind of like our modern Roman road, that it's, it's a secular thing, but God still used it for his glory. And I think mm-hmm. we have to remember that um, God was not afraid of social media. You know, God's not afraid of the internet. What I think he is cautioning us is making sure that we are following his footsteps as we navigate through this uncertain time. Right. And so um, I think it's just so important to just take a step back and realize that he is in control and that um, another song I love is fine rest by Francesca Battistelli. And uh, one of the lyrics she says in there is something about, He never sleeps. He never slumbers. He's awake in every hour. Nothing catches him by surprise. And when you think about that, God is not caught by surprise. We're caught by surprise. A pandemic, Lord? Coronavirus? (laughs) What is this garbage, right? Yeah. We don't know. Like, God, this is scary stuff. He's not caught by surprise. So I think we need to just be encouraged uh, that way, that God's not caught by surprise. There's nothing that surprises God. So hopefully that will give us hope that whatever is coming next, he knows about it and he has a way out for us.
1: Yes. Yeah, that, um, that's kind of like what our um, church is going through, um, Medora Pentecostal Church. My um, dad is the pastor and he's been saying for months and months, um, actually years, but he was saying, you know, um, something's going to happen that's going to change the church as we know it. It's going to look different. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, since, you know, since he's been saying that and feeling that, you know, we started different things at church, you know, we have um, life groups and just um, like less than a month ago, we actually started a remodel in our sanctuary. And so we can't have church in there. We're having church in our dining hall and we're crowded and it was like it's just, you know, so different. And we were thinking, you know, this is what, oh, church is looking different. And then, then it's like, no, God, it almost feels kind of like, you know, Gideon, but it's like, here, here's your sanctuary where you can fit everyone. Well, I'm going to take that away. going to put Mm -hmm. you in the back where you don't have a lot of room. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, no, how about we take away the ability to meet together? And then, Mm -hmm. and so it's church isn't the walls. It's, you know, how God uses to speak to his family. And, um, so it, like, like you said, God wasn't, he, he wasn't surprised by this and he was speaking to my pastor in ways preparing for this. And I'm sure he's been speaking to people in ways that later they'll be able to see, oh, this is how God was preparing me for this, or this is how God has sustained me through this, even when I couldn't see it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a funny story, you know. You guys kind of dealing with that, you know, situation and feeling uncomfortable. And God's like, wait, you haven't seen anything yet. Here's coronavirus.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: talk about like a leap of faith there um, or just trying to grab onto uh, a measure of faith. Um, yes. Uh, Whitney, I want you to just take a couple minutes right now and maybe speak to maybe speak to the woman right now who's finding herself at home and feeling a little unsure of what to do with her uh, time, maybe her creativity. We're not saying that people are uh, bored. I'm sure most of us are not. I know that I've seen posts of some people that um, maybe are just so, they're just, they're just really afraid. They're just really afraid and they're not sure. Can you just encourage the person right now, the woman right now, the young lady right now who's listening? You know, maybe it's a young girl who's home from college now and she's not sure what to do. Can you kind of give them a word of encouragement to help them with their faith and with what God wants to do in their lives?
1: First of all, I would say he is with you. Even when you can't hear him or feel him, even he is there. I was thinking, you know, this affects people in so many different ways. And, um, you know, the people that are graduating school, like now everything looks different. This is kind of a a huge push into adulthood. Like, here, we're going to take away all of your security. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, just the, the idea that our security doesn't rest in school or in jobs or in our health or in our finances, our security rests in him. And I think if we use this time as the, look at it as the gift that it can be then. And if we ask God to go ahead and teach us the lessons now and speak to us now and use this time to get the treasure out of it, that we can, we can emerge from the other side stronger and knowing that no matter what comes, my security is in him. My hope is in him. My trust is in him. I mean, we've, we, we, in the Bible it says, you know, give us this day our daily bread. And we Mm -hmm. hear stories about, um, you know, evangelists or missionaries that, you know, had to pray for their next meal. And in America, I've never experienced that. But, um, the other day I did go to the, um, grocery store. I had to go to two and I bought the very last loaf of bread that was in either store Mm. and I was thinking you know this is my daily bread and it it was funny at the time but then later I was thinking like this is the opportunity to to go after those promises that he's given us people that are losing their jobs and their security he's already promised that he has enough for us each day Mm -hmm. and we just have to go after it and not waste this time with fear, but instead give that fear to him and try to dig in deep and see what he has for us. And he'll meet us there. He'll strengthen us. And I'm so thankful for that. Absolutely.
0: Amen. Uh, Whitney your voice is literally a breath of fresh air it really is and I know it's difficult when we hear people compliment us (laughs) sometimes (laughs) but I really do I really do appreciate your heart and I really do appreciate your your sweetness and just how you were things I think um, I am blessed and I know people listening will be touched as well and just thank you so much for taking the time out of your day out of your quarantined Uh, routine and sitting down with me and chatting with me and just encouraging people today.
1: Well, thank you so much. And I love your voice too. You do such a great job of um, creating and sharing and connecting us with other people that are um, lights in the world. And um, thank you for this. I'm really excited to listen to the rest of the other episodes that you've recorded during this crazy time. (laughs) If you found this episode inspiring
0: or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories? Tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries. It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune in to future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to HelloAwesomeMinistries.com. Until next time, keep your chin up beautiful.